0: Facebook Live from Studio 3B, it's the world's most popular podcast with Alan Cross and Michael Hainsworth. Tonight, Ed the Sock, <laughs> the internet's favorite dad, Brittlestar. Star. Burlington, Ontario's celebrity chef, Mike Benninger. Plus, via the e one satellite, live from London, musical guest, Sting. And now, live on Facebook Live, from Michael's back deck, here's Alan Cross. And Michael Hainsworth.
1: What, what does it take to get a martini in this joint? Jeez.
2: Oh, you'd think we'd. <laughs> we have enough staff. There you oh, go. There we okay. go. Thank you so much. And that is one of your hideous dirty martinis. Mm-hmm. Explain to me again what a dirty martini is.
1: A dirty martini is a martini that, after you've had more than two, you're going to need antibiotics. Mm-hmm. It is... Wait, what?
2: That doesn't make any sense. Cause it's,
1: well, it's, but it's dirty. It's filthy.
2: Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, go yeah. ahead.
1: So what, what you've got is you've got two ounces of vodka, mm-hmm. Tito's or Beatty's, mm-hmm. if you like to buy Canadian, followed by one half ounce of olive brine. That's Ew. what makes it dirty. Ew. And then what you do is you take the, um, the vermouth, and you introduce it to the glass, and you just wave it around, and that is the sum total of the contribution of the vermouth to the bed. So
2: basically, olive juice and, and, and uh, vodka. Yes. Okay, now I know that we're on your back deck, and I know I'm supposed to accept your hospitality, but there's no way I'm drinking anything like that, because okay. I hate olives, and I don't trust you. So <laughs> what, I bought, what I brought here was, uh, this is genuine truck stop vodka, from North Vietnam really yes it is called Hanoi Vodka I purchased it at a truck stop somewhere in the vicinity of Da Nang and wow. if you'll notice it has notes of gasoline and rubbing alcohol
1: yeah it, it smells like old fish
2: R- uh, that's an insult to old fish
1: yeah so I suppose it might be uh, please pour me some how much of this do you want how many fingers
2: well, I don't know just keep going just go there's no there's I, open There's I, no I open worry, flame. it's going to explode. There's no open flame, don't worry. There we go. Okay. Okay. That's right. Oh.
1: Yeah. I I like I'm just near it and I feel oh
2: that's awful.
1: So if you're looking to take the top layer of skin from your uh, from your mouth off, I suppose Oh no, I the off. lining of your stomach. Yeah, the lining of your more. stomach. No, no, you want more? Yes. I mean, you know, in for a penny in for a pound. <laughs> in okay. For penny in for a pound of yeah. what?
2: I was saving that bottle for a special occasion. For a special
1: occasion? I actually
2: have another bottle of something.
1: You have another bottle of something yeah. something that you'll open up later?
2: Uh M- maybe yeah, I'll be interested. If you think if you think that truck stop vodka from North Vietnam is bad, yeah. I can beat that.
1: Okay. I have something that's potentially worse <sighs> or better. Okay, or better, depending on your perspective. All right, so, we'll so be- should we have any explanation whatsoever for the fact that we're 30 minutes late? Uh, you go ahead
2: because this was originally supposed to be a two camera shoot using two iPhones and That's something right. very, very simple, but it has not worked out that okay, way.
1: Okay, so I'm going to show you uh, on our Steadicam, courtesy of Darren, um, the absolute, absolute chaos, chaos that chaos. is the house right now. So, first of all, there's all the, all the TV gear, and in we got uh, Chef Mike Benager over there. Whoa. Oh, who's... <laughs> yeah. who's who was that? Who, that? Who ran across the screen there? Oh, there? There's Sean, our three-time NASCAR champ and ace director. Vanessa Azuli, executive producer's in there as well. Hey, Vanessa, keeping us on top of the social media with people going, where the hell are we? Look at all this crap in my living room, in my dining room. That's the wireless gear. Uh, Ed the Sock's microphone is sitting there. We'll talk about that in a minute uh, as well. Um, and then, of course, because this is a, a big-shot, late-night talk show kind of format, we have local celebrity chef, Mike Benninger, cooking up a storm in the kitchen and maybe drinking some of your Hanoi vodka there, seems, uh, as well. <laughs> no, I haven't given him any yet. <laughs> you you want to go in and say hi? And all right, up to all right, let's... Uh, you know me, I don't eat. I don't eat. You don't eat. Uh, there is uh, there
2: is an amuse-bouche here on the counter, or on the table. All right, hang on. Hang on. Mike? Okay, let's... Uh... All right, those... Okay, baby back ribs, yes? Baby back. Okay, now, I love love ribs. I can eat ribs until I explode. And my wife has kind of figured out what to do. And what she does is takes the ribs, puts them in the oven for 275 degrees for about three hours, Mm Let's them sit in the fridge overnight, overnight good, good, and good. then we just finish them on the barbecue with some sauce. Right. So that, that seems like a really long time, but that's the that's only way that we've managed to get no, proper ribs. No. Is that that's, how you do it? That
3: works perfectly. The problem is, as soon as ribs cool, the bones shrink. If you overcook them, the bones, the bones fall, out. fall then out. Then you have basically a glorified a, McDonald's McRib sandwich, sandwich. Right. Which, which is great, but which not is, necessarily what you want here. What we like what here we to do is use this guy here. here. This is a new is bit of technology now. This is a day day. pressure cooker uh, or a multi cooker. Effectively, it's an electric tool that lets you. Uh, in the old days, pressure cookers would go on top of the burner and they'd, they'd hiss yeah. and they'd occasionally explode.
2: Yeah, I, I'm a little worried about that
3: pressure cooker. With great regularity, in fact. Yeah. This is an electronic version of that. This is made in Ottawa. Uh, this version here is. This most, is not
2: product placement, Mike. No, no, no. We're
3: we do not have this. Okay. Uh, generic branded. There's multiple brands of them this one here happens to be a, a one that we're familiar with but this technology here lets you shortcut this process by about 12 hours this for example is a, is a baby back rib right here the entire side of it i'm not sure what side of the pig this was probably the left side Attached to the back here is a small membrane, which I removed a few minutes ago because you can't have that membrane. That membrane is just terrible. It it's, gets in your teeth and it makes everything stringy. And that's why people don't in. like ribs. It's it's just that because membrane. No one removes the membrane. So I'm very careful about that. But now, here's the best part about this thing here. You'd cook for two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. I can do it in 20 minutes.
2: So you just drop it in there. Do you have to put it water or anything like yep. that in
3: it? A little bit of water. So okay. I season first. This okay. is some Chef Mike seasoning. Um... You guys have some, actually, I left some for you guys the to the enjoy. That stuff? No, yeah, this is a, a different one. This is, this is a barbecue version of this. Okay. This is effectively a Tex-Mex version. If you do like a, Minis, if you do like a uh, Mississippi barbecue or, yeah. or a Kansas City, this is kind of what you get. Mm-hmm. Top and bottom here. Mm-hmm. That's what these have gotten over here. And a whole lot of sauce and a lot of love. Wrap this up. This one will handle two racks at a time, but we only have one for, for right now. A little bit of water. Let me get over here. Half a cup of water. Lots of soap, in it goes. So, you're having ribs out of a package. Five o'clock, they can go in here. By 6.15, you're at the table. No kidding. Goes on here. You go to your, turn it on, you go to meat stew, which is one of the settings they have, high pressure. You make that about 20 minutes. And go. It'll start automatically. When they come out, you take them out of there immediately. On here, flattened. I usually two sets of tongs, so it doesn't right. fall apart in the barbecue in the oven they go 275 300 just so the sauce gets lovely and glazed just 275
2: 300 for the finish yep
3: it takes about 30 minutes for the sauce to glaze on just like this and they come out they're tender they're fast and they're easy all right you're in
2: (laughs) i know what you're getting for (laughs) chris all right uh we'll come back to the ribs we're gonna go have your mousse bouche in just a second no worries Michael's not going to eat. He doesn't eat.
3: I know. He has pills. I didn't bring any. Some rib pills. I had some planned. I couldn't find any rib pills. (laughs) All
2: right. So let's let's go back. All right. Thank you, Mike. We'll be back.
3: Thank you, Alan.
1: All right. Okay.
2: So who's Mike? Who's this? Get that out of the way.
1: is my laptop. Okay. Okay, So um, I got an email from Sting Oh yeah.
2: (laughs) This. This is. This is a great story.
1: So 1,975 days after Sting was our first musical guest and was bumped 189 times, it all started with this tweet. We put out a lighting test for the big show, and of course we tagged the official Sting Twitter handle as part of it. And then as you scroll down a little bit, um, Tracy over at Sting fired me off an email saying, Hi, Michael. I hope this finds you well. I manage PR for Sting, and I notice you're promoting an upcoming performance by him on your August 26th podcast, and we are unaware of when or where this performance was done. Would you kindly shed some light? Looking forward (laughs) to hearing you. Many thanks in advance. Now, I replied. And uh, Vanessa, let's just keep scrolling, because I'm not going to read any of this. I sent them a massive wall of text in response. Yes. And I did that because I wanted them to know that despite the fact that we think Sting is a remarkable performer, mm-hmm. we just haven't ever had time to have him on the show. We are busy. And
2: there's this not you know, yeah. as, as much as we'd like to have him on the show. Um, yeah. We run out of time.
1: So I wrote that if the machine behind The Most Amazing Musician doesn't feel the joke, we will immediately cease and desist. Because we have claimed he's been on the show for 89 bumps. Which that I many? Yeah. Okay. We've done 190 shows. And he's only been our first guest. So I asked him, I begged them, whatever you do, please, if it, let us keep doing this gag. Because otherwise I'm going to have to change it to musical guest Drake. Would you... We'd have a better chance of getting Drake, actually. Well, anyway. Right, exactly. So I said, thank you for your patience. Please advise. And here was their extensive response. Hi, Michael. We appreciate the detailed response and are fine with it to carry on. Very best, Tracy.
2: (laughs) So we did manage to get Sting's attention.
1: Yeah, at least least Sting's PR attention. Yes. We don't know if Sting himself knows anything about this. I even put in the email saying, "Uh, did he find this funny at all? Would he be interested in doing a little video or something? and bupkis no mm. follow-up response
2: so so he is ha- coming to toronto yeah for this uh musical he's doing what's it mm-hmm. called do you remember it's um hang on we'll look it up the good, the good ship the good ship right now i do know somebody at his record label and i have put in a word for us
1: mm. so that maybe we can get you know just that's what you say about every know, single musician we try to get on the show i I'll listen i do try how many musicians that we had on the show um none none yeah. not a sausage so um Thanks for helping out. You're welcome. I keep doing my best. But here's my question to you, and, and to you. Mm. Now that Sting's PR people have gone, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, OK, fine, you silly little people, you can keep going. Do we change the musical guest to someone else now?
2: Well, who could that possibly be?
1: It could be anyone. Well, anyone you want. But the thing is, is I think we should put it out to the listeners. Mm. I think you should decide whether or not. So, Vanessa, could you please fire off a Twitter poll or a Facebook poll on the, the comment section? We should probably actually see if anybody's actually watching. Um, is anybody um, watching? I don't and, know. and put a poll up that tells us whether or not people think Four we should. People. Four people. Four <laughs> people. Dave's watching, Colleen, Heather, 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 and Dave Rain.
2: Two Daves hey and guys, a Heather. Okay.
1: Thanks for joining us here on the big show. So they are among the people who we would like to have vote on this. So do we change it? So maybe the the question is, do we change it, yes or no? And if so, who do we change it to? Do we want to annoy people, or do we want to make it funny, or what do we want to do? Well, I think that's up to everybody else. Vanessa's on it, I see. Okay, great. So she's working on that, so that's good. Uh, So we'll keep a a close eye on that. And if there is any... do we have anybody commenting on anything yet? Uh, oh, Michelle. wait.
2: We have more people. Uh, we have Mike. We have Bill. We have Jeff.
1: Mike Tweedy, uh, who was a, a longtime uh, follower of the big show and a, a recent co-producer on it right. as well. We want to say hi oh. to, to Mike. Thank you very much for joining us. All Ed and uh, Andrew and Anne and Kevin. Is, is it my Anne? No. Okay. Because So here's what happened. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> The vodka's making me dizzy. The vodka? Yeah. You may need a medic by the end of this show with that gasoline you're drinking. I'm, uh... For anyone just joining us, this is what Alan has poisoned his body with.
2: Truck Stop Vodka from v- North Vietnam.
1: Yeah. Um, it smells like fish. And I'm and being that, generous. Can
2: you look at my hair? is already starting to curl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, And that's not the worst
1: alcohol I have, but continue. Uh, right. So, um, we want to say thank you to everybody. But Right. My wife. We started 30 minutes late because the moment we hit start, what happened? It blew up. Yes, the system flat out blew
2: up. This is this is this is both our wives. When our wives walk into a room, the electronics completely short circuit, and I don't know what it is. It's their aura. It's their whatever electromagnetic energy they carry around. Yep. They just everything crashes.
1: So yes. So she left. Like, literally left the house, the matrimonial home. Boom, everything works again.
2: We didn't make that up. No, it actually happened. I was a witness to it. Mm -hmm. And uh, my wife was going to come to hang out with Riffy, which is a good good thing she didn't, because we would have had a neighborhood blackout. Oh,
1: yeah, the whole grid would have gone down. (laughs) Okay, so um, we'll check in on social media a little bit later. Uh, Antoinette Van Dickenberg is uh, just uh, saying hello. Uh, She suggests keeping Sting she's voting in favor of keeping sting yes okay so that's a vote for sting uh grant ridge says drake, drake. keeps are we sure sean what do you think amber says keep sting okay uh, uh ann is uh, saying borg i suppose that's mo that's borg borg uh, berg as in mo I don't, I, I don't know and have you been drinking this <laughs> vietnamese uh, is it vietnamese vietnamese
2: no. yeah vietnamese north, north
1: vietnamese yes wow Vodka, Hanoi. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really dizzy. Are you? Well, I wouldn't be surprised after the smell. Okay, so we're going to take a brief break. Uh, When we come back, um, a couple of things. We're going to check in again, of course, with uh, Chef Mike Benninger, Uh, find out what he's working on next. I just heard a couple of beeps. Uh, We've got some things that uh, we want to unbox because we want to say thank you to Sure, who made all these microphones possible. Uh, So they've got some things they want to give uh, to us uh, as well. And then, of course, we've got Ed the Sock and Brittle Star, the Internet's favorite dad, all coming up as the Geeks and Beats live on Facebook live continues after this short break. (laughs) (laughs) Doing well. <laughs> <laughs> okay if you're just joining us uh alan consumed what uh, appears to be gasoline in the form of vodka out of a truck stop in hanoi danang danang yeah that's my thought too um, we want to say thank you to sure who made it possible for the microphones to happen and they said you know what would be really cool is if you could just check out some of the stuff we've got so they right. sent us i this stuff. out of the way. Uh, this is the Shure MV88, and I think we're going to have use for this. And the reason why I say that is uh, the world's most popular podcast with Alan Cross Mike Lainsworth is going to be live on location at the Fan Expo in Toronto. By
2: the way, I did send William Shatner an email. you it. He got back to me. Oh! He did, and he said, come on by Friday. You're kidding. I didn't. Yeah, I'm not kidding.
1: Okay, so that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So let's unbox this. This is the kind of thing that we're going to want to bring to it. And the reason why is this is an iOS microphone. Oh, yeah. That comes in a funky carrying case. You got your phone out?
2: Oh, right. Hang Hang on. on. Okay. Here it is. Yes.
1: So nice. Okay. Okay. So then all you do is you plug it in like this and then you can do your your William Shatner interview, just like that.
2: And it comes with a bunch of different settings, doesn't it?
1: Right, exactly. Here, I'll move this a little closer so you're not getting a look at my crotch while we're at it. How's that? Um, And it does, it can be adjusted, swivel all sorts of different ways. Um, And it uses the existing iOS camera, so you could use it like that as a camera, kind of job, where do you keep your camera? There, like that while you're recording stuff or flip it the other way if you need to uh, to record it with the front-facing camera uh, and usually when you add these sorts of things on it requires a special app you don't need any special app for this to work so that'll be pretty cool so we're going to check that out live uh, down at the, the so, fan
2: expo a couple of things that i want to use this for is i'm okay. going to the skookum festival in vancouver you're going to the what the skookum festival a big show in <laughs> does, stanley park does it hurt out. i hope not uh, and I'm supposed to do six interviews a day. Really? And I don't want to carry a bunch of gear with me, so this is perfect. So, uh, sure, I okay. would like one of these things, and we yeah. will use them for the Scoop Room Festival, and there will be lots of big-name um, interviewers, interviewees that I'll be using it for. Um, and you can actually use it. I've done some reading on this thing. So if you were to, let's say, bootleg a live show with high volume, right, it would work. Yes. Okay.
1: Ostensibly, it would. Uh, I did a, a little test on it, as a matter of fact, compared to the internal uh, iPhone microphone, mm. and it's the gain on it is probably ten to fifteen dB higher, which mm. is great. Um, but you also get a broader clarity than you would with the built-in microphone.
2: Oh, the the built-in microphones here are just utilitarian. Right. They're, they're they're not that great. I mean, they're good for everyday use. Yeah. But if you want to have something with any measure of fidelity, yeah. you need something a little bit uh, external.
1: All right. I'm going to reach down into my tickle trunk. You brought yours. I've got yeah, mine. Oh,
2: and you know what? I have a lot of things in mind. You've
1: got a lot of stuff in yours. Yes. But this is what I've got in mind. So here's what went down. Um, I bitched on Twitter about my Apple Watch because I don't want my next smartwatch to be an Apple Watch because this is a glorified notification bracelet as far as I'm concerned. It failed in the app department. So I thought is there anything out there that might be a better alternative? And so I fired off a a note to Fitbit saying, hey, do you have an an Apple Watch killer? And this is what they sent me. So what makes this better than an Apple Watch? I don't know. I haven't
2: even opened it up. You want to open it up? Yeah, go ahead, because I use an Apple Watch. I have one myself, and I use it constantly. And one of the things that I use it for is uh, tracking calories and tracking workout minutes.
1: Ah, okay.
2: So I want to know if this is a better health tracker than what I'm currently using.
1: Okay, well, uh, first blush, the strap doesn't feel as solid as the Apple Watch strap, Mm. but, where is it, around here somewhere, they sent me. Oh, another strap. Another strap, a leather strap. So that'll be interesting to to, to check out. Okay. Uh, But I'm gonna give it a shot. Um, The the thing is, is that with the Apple Watch, I got the 38 millimeter instead of the 45 because I got the dainty wrists. Mm and I was concerned that I would look like I was wearing dad's watch if I got the big one. So this one is clearly a little bit bigger. Well, oh, you know what I should probably do? This is the best part of any gadget, isn't it? Taking the the, the, the plastic off for the very first time. I should probably do that. Yeah. This, this is a little geek orgasm right here.
2: Oh, that feels so good.
1: <laughs> oh, but, it, but it's, it's hard the first time. Wait a minute, what? Okay. That's what she said, Yeah. 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 <laughs> D- D- Darren, our steady cam operator, goes. That's what she said under his breath. Okay, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Okay, so I'm going to have to it's power this up, charge it up, and uh, get it running because it, it looks. It that's interesting. It's not. It's not hot. It doesn't. It needs to be charged. Okay, that's cool. Um, well, actually, that's not very cool. But we'll check that out. So yeah. So my, my concern is is that they I'm taking the uh, hang on, They, the posi- they positioned the whole idea of the Apple Watch as it's a, basically a smartphone on your wrist. I don't think it is, though. Um, I think the app idea doesn't work on this size of a screen. It should have all been Siri. It sh- there should have been just one button where you go, Siri, do this, do that, mm. and you know, find what me my bank balance. What version like that. is that? Okay, this is the very first yeah, one. Yeah, me too. So we're moving to... Are we moving to three or four in December? It's September? Series Three right now. So,
2: so sometime in the next six months, we are going to get Series Four.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, so on the on the, the comment page, could you tell me what you think as far as a good uh, smartwatch alternative is? Because I'd really like to know what you have to say about that. See, here's my problem: is that I, before the Apple Watch came out, I had a number
2: of very fine jewelry watches: Bomb and Mercier, right. Movado, Breitling. Oh. And I was. Did you have a Submariner? I didn't. Stop it. I, I had some very nice watches, and I haven't been using these watches ever since the iP- the uh, iWatch came out or the Apple Watch came out because I've gamified everything. Right. And now, if I don't get my stands, if I don't get my uh, my uh, exercise minutes, if I don't get my calories burned, um, I will stay up until midnight until yeah. I actually close my rings, and this has become a, uh, like a fetish with me. So I haven't worn any of my good watches in close to three years, which I think is 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 a dumb idea.
1: Well, my point too, um, is that my Series 1 should last more than three years, and already the battery is going by about 9 o'clock.
2: Right. I was this a... will
1: last you four days, I'm told.
2: Okay, because I'm going to my Apple store in the next couple of days, because by by nine, 10 o'clock, yeah. I get the, you've got 10% left, we're going right. to... Right, that's what I'm getting, yeah.
1: getting at. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's crazy, and I think that's a software update. I think a software update did that, because it was fine before I updated the, uh, the OS. This is true. Launch.
2: So maybe yeah. we'll be getting a new one. Well, actually, you know, here's the problem. What? Besides this vodka. Uh, here's the problem. Um, we're now at Series 1. How much longer will Apple support Series 1?
1: This is what I'm getting at, is that when, uh, unlike um, a smartphone, I don't think we ought to be thinking about our smartwatch upgrade cycle the same way we think about our glowing rectangles right because to your point like i've spent as much money on the bands as i have on the actual watch itself yeah okay and so this should have been an investment this should have lasted more than three years i think this should have lasted I feel, five years. i feel
2: well i was going to say i feel sorry for the people that, that, that spent seventeen thousand dollars for the gold place uh, gold, oh, the gold-plated, model gold-plated one, models yeah. I'm sorry. My my lips aren't working quite as well as they should be. Um, yes.
1: Don't shake it. It'll explode. It, you know what? It could actually. <laughs> just, here. This, okay. No, oh. it wasn't under pressure. All right. Okay. Um, um, are, you know what? I think people are looking forward to Ed the Sock. Should we just
2: yeah on. we should let, let's move on okay. um i think we've we've established this we We have more unboxings to come later in the in the show right yes you've got and some, i have my trunk. tickle
1: trunk he, he brought a tickle trunk yes, of stuff I it's did. a milk crate back because there was a time in his life where milk crates were a thing
2: yes and i brought some really cool things from my personal right. library my personal collection
1: okay but in the meantime ed the sock
4: oh here we go indiegogo officially launched the fu network now you'll ask me, hey, the why should I support the FU network? It's a good question. And the answer is Rudolph Vegas. I'll get back to that a little bit later. What is fun the FU Network? It's an online channel reviving the vibe of classic much music. It's party! Okay,
1: we're gonna run another 90-second video of you. Put down the clicker and pick up your liquor! It's time for a night party!
3: Go shopping with porn stars Jessie Jade and Carmen Luvana. Plus, we give away Liana's clothes and free her new calendar. And these two hotties keep our
4: hot tub.
1: I don't know, that doesn't look like Brittle Star or Ed the Sock. Something's... Yeah, you know what? Has something crashed again? No, no, no. Here, here's the problem. Um, Ed said he had back problems. Now I've got a, a chart that may help us understand. Um, Ed the Sock sent us a message just before we went on saying that um, he's got significant back pain and he can't come on the program. Now i don't understand how it's possible for a sock to have back pain um does a sock have back does a sock have does the sock have a back that's
2: right is there a spine there right it doesn't seem neurologically possible but okay
1: i would think it would be more likely that the sock has carpal tunnel syndrome good point okay maybe that's really why well it's us. because
2: i i had a bunch of questions uh for example hey ed uh, what do you think of the failure of the Happy Time Murders movie with uh, Melissa McCarthy? What was he absent?
4: Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Um,
2: what about those times back in the aughts when you were beating Jay Leno and David Letterman in late night television? Crickets.
1: Nothing. Yeah. And, and you know that's that's a fact. More people watched Ed the Sock. From 2001 till the time that he was, the plug was pulled on him, or his cigar was pulled out of his mouth in mm. 2008, then Leno and Letterman combined. Do you still stay in contact with Humble Howard? Who was one of his first
2: co-hosts. That's right. Nothing,
1: nothing. No, nope, still to be nothing. Coming. Okay. Uh,
2: would you like to try my
1: Vietnamese truck stop vodka? No, I think the answer, yeah. Yeah, no. No, no not going to happen. So you know what? Screw that guy. Listen, he's got, a bad, I, he's got say, a bad back. He's got a bad back. I've had back pain. I've had minor back pain, and I could only imagine what he must be going through.
2: I used to work in a grocery store where I was a dumb 17-year-old lifting 40-kilogram bags Oh, lifting of flour, with your back? Lifting with my back because I was 17 and stupid. I understand what yeah. back pain can be like. It is paralyzing. So, Ed, I understand, and I sympathize. All right. Not like this guy.
1: No, not, not like me at all. So uh, I think we should uh, bring out the guy that I asked first to come on the program. Can we give uh, Brittle Star a a glass of ice, please? (laughs) Yeah, Brittle Star needs the ice. Ladies and gentlemen, our next guest. We're going to do that uh, as we come up shortly. Uh, And um, what's that? Yeah.
5: <laughs> for surprising Sometimes it's hard to find some peace and quiet, so the battle is where I go. Mm. Me and my phone on the throne, checking YouTube, hitting likes and videos. Mm. I know this won't win me, down the year, but come on, give me a chance now. If the role done, I grab another one, set it right, set it over. and Now I'm singing, likely, you know. I even love handicrafts made of macaroni Come on now you should know me All I need is taste, crab, please Sometimes I might eat too much I worry about my weight, got the dad barking on me Sketches on my feet, cargo shorts look good on me I'm do that. that's what I do I get the groceries when I'm asked to the hair on my head's getting that's true But I got lots of my body Me and your Said clean your no room, but I'll probably forget about it real, real soon. You can find me with a beer by the barbecue. I'm a, dad, I'm, a dad, I'm a dad. That's what I do. 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 You can find me with a beer by the barbecue. I'm a dad. That's
1: That has got to be one of my favorite videos (laughs) ever. Brittle stars here, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for joining us. That's one of your favorite videos ever. Yeah, you know it is. You should set the bar higher. Uh, Maybe maybe I should. Maybe we should adjust. Hey, hey, let's ask our ace director, Sean. First of all, Sean, um, is he even focused
5: here? Because our our
1: screen here looks like he's a little fuzzy. Is he okay? Uh, We just turned on the lights. Maybe that.
5: I don't know. He
1: doesn't know. (laughs) He's trying. That's what I look like in real life. Yeah. That's not me. Oh my God, my hair has gone. What happened to you?
5: Well, I think a lot of our setup that we had before has kind of gone away.
1: All oh, right, because Ed the uh, Sox screwed it all up by not showing up, right? The man right? has a I bad back him a break. Anyway,
5: there's, stuff, <laughs> there's things
1: missing. We're, we're going to blame Ed.
5: OK, okay we're going to go back to you guys. That's okay. going to go back to trying to fix stuff.
1: OK, you go back to fixing okay. stuff. You would not believe the fires that are going right oh, now. Oh, it's incredible. Behind <laughs> the scenes. <laughs> it, it is exactly the dumpster fire we thought it was going to be. And you. Yeah. Out of nowhere, yeah. Brittle Star says, so uh, you're using OBS, huh? How do you like OBS? What, what's OBS? OBS is the piece of crap software we're using oh, okay, to yeah, drag yeah. this show into the ground. Yeah,
6: It was a great business decision on your part, both of you guys. Yeah, uh, uh, exactly. Listen,
2: I am washing my hands of all this. Everything that you see is in Michael's house.
1: Yeah, it's all my Created fault. by Michael. Okay.
2: Uh, so? prepared by Michael and executed by Michael. Which, Which is, is why I
1: just showed up with <laughs> Truck Stop Vodka. Which is why I'm drinking heavily now. <laughs> okay, so while I'm mixing myself a fresh martini, do you want to give oh, yes. Brittle Star yes. this wrap? Well, I don't know if I
6: want to, s- I can't smell.
1: You can't? You can't no, I don't smell? Have a, I don't have, like, my smelling is gone.
2: Really? Yeah, I can't smell anything. You can't smell that. What what happened
1: what in your it life? Smell? Like, what what was, it smell was like, like you dropped on your head. It smells child? like
2: fish and alcohol and gasoline. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you can't oh, really smell, smell that, smell, well, I can't smell. Pour that. yourself some. Uh, pour a little bit. Yeah. Pour pour yourself a lot of it. No, 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 no. That's uh, good okay, well, drink it now. Okay, I gotta
1: drink it now because. It, ah! It's <laughs> can't help. Can't help cover the there we go. Okay, maybe we need we need RoboCam on the on the guest. <laughs> maybe it is good because right now I'm, I'm dizzy. I, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you who just knocked the, the cable out on our so guest that's camera. It's bad. bad, but it was the chef. Oh. Oh, Have we fixed that? No, it wasn't. That's uh, So okay, so you can't smell that. No, no, I can't smell.
2: I actually seriously bought this on a at a, at a truck stop.
1: Vodka Hanoi. Mm -hmm. Which is like only one step removed from buying a sandwich at a truck stop. Oh, sushi. Yeah. Sushi at a truck stop. There's Nothing like gas station. (laughs) Okay, so you are a viral video star. Is that not fair to say? Uh, I think a darling. A darling. You prefer darling? darling, Social media darling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so clearly...
6: (laughs) 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 That's good. (laughs) That's so they can still hear me. So my credit card number is...
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's there we actually, go. That's, I that's actually a great story. That you you despite your experience yes. in this digital yeah. video video streaming world, you have had technical difficulties yourself. So I, just, I don't feel the, too bad about it's it. It's just the
2: curse. It affects everybody. Can we start at the very beginning and explain exactly for people who may not know who Brittle Star is yeah. what you actually do? Sure. And yeah, what, how What do actually, you do all day? Actually, yeah. how you're making a living on Facebook? This is what you dwelled on last time. With and I'm as well. fascinated. I know. I was, real, because I was obviously, really hoping we talk about something new. Well, we were kind of uh, inspired by it, as you can <laughs> see. You're
6: like, if that's sh- this is do your it? fault. Well, it's not my fault.
2: Okay, go. So,
6: uh, so what I do is I create videos, like, like comedic videos. I started doing it in two thousand thirteen.
2: On what the, were you doing before then though? Uh, we, Nobody did, wakes up one day and says, I'm going to quit my job and become a comedic video producer for Facebook.
6: Well, I kind of toyed with like making videos and stuff like that. and It was really kind of fun to do. The very first time I went to go for a meeting and uh, this organization wanted to make a video and they were asking me what they should do. And I said, you should hire this person who makes videos because that would make sense. And uh, uh, they said, no, we want to hire you. And I said, yeah, but I don't make videos. And they said, no, we want to hire you. And so I, I remembered this camera I had my eye on. And I tripled the price of the camera in my mind. And I said, I'll do it for this much money. And they said, okay. And I said, my deposit is. And I said, the price of the camera. And they wrote me a check for that. And I went across the street and I bought a a camera. And that's why I started making videos. These things are weird, the way things happen in the new world, because things are moving so quickly. Oh, for sure. So this was 2013. That would be, that was 2010. And then I sort of messed around with video after that, and then 2013 was Vine, and that's kind of when it really took off, right? That's when things
2: really happened. So you were a Vine guy for a while. I was a
6: Viner, a
2: Vine star. Until they pulled
1: the plug on it. What, how long were the videos? Six seconds, seven seconds? Six and a half seconds. Six, six and and a half point half four second. seconds actually. Okay.
6: Six point four yeah. seconds. Yeah. Well that point four seconds is like twenty percent of your of your of your time.
2: <laughs> well, we had a guy at the radio station, what he was doing is he was doing content reviews in, in right. for Vine. Okay. And that was pretty cool because yeah. again you had to be really pithy, yep. Really yep. Concise, yeah, really yeah. concise, and really entertaining yeah. in six seconds. It's like like Hemingway had this thing called the six second the six word story. Right. And so a typical Hemingway six-word story would be, baby shoes, for sale, never worn. So yes. sad. Again. So sad. So, so there is a certain art form involved to this. Yeah. So Vine goes away. What happens?
6: <laughs> Just thinking of another one. Truck stop vodka, drank it all, regret.
2: <laughs> there you go. Um...
6: So, so what was the question again? i just give it stick so my little six seconds.
2: Accidentally, I invented a time machine. No, okay, a good. time machine I actually invent. accidentally invented. That was the question? No, that was another six-second
1: hey story. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Six <laughs> story. This is his truck stop vodka <laughs> That's what this is.
2: This is really starting to hit my head. But, <laughs> it really is. And we haven't even opened the second bottle.
1: Okay. Oh god. So we talked about this on, on a previous episode yeah. where wine disappeared and one of the best lessons you learned from that was Never tie your content to a specific platform. Totally. Uh, so that's why we're totally doing vertical video. Yeah, yeah. on Facebook. On Faceplant.
6: Yeah. yeah, people love it, by the way. I've been watching the comments. They love the vertical video.
1: Well, the expectation was people will be sitting on their couch with their smartphones. We,
6: you know what it is? It's old guys that complain about a vertical video. Right. Well, and, I complain about vertical video. Hey, Sean, are you guy.
1: complaining about vertical video? Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. But look how it nicely frames Which way his... do you
5: hang your TV on the
1: wall? Oh, it's not about the TV. Who watches TV anymore anyway? Now, you've got a new show that you've been working yeah. on, a podcast series called yeah, yeah. Game Changers.
6: Game Changers, that's right, yeah.
1: And my favorite part about the way you promote it is, hundreds of people are listening to this.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Which... Which either means that literally only yeah. hundreds of people. Like yeah, yeah. My very first podcast, yeah. not this one, yeah. my very first podcast, I was looking at the hits on it. And I'm like, we got 10,000 listeners. That's yeah. awesome. That's no, 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 We got 10,000 hits to the page, to the page. Yeah, which yeah. is very different. Yeah. And then when we actually did the proper analytics, it was like, oh, look, 103 people yeah. are downloading yeah. this video. It's super yeah.
2: hard to get it going. Well, it is. There's so much noise out there because yeah. everybody is being involved. The barrier to entry is so low because yeah. It doesn't take a lot of equipment no. to get involved,
6: and it's a massive commitment from the user's perspective, right? You want to convince me to listen to something you made that's thirty minutes long? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Right. What if it sucks? What yeah. if I? What if I'm waiting for it to get better by you know the minute twenty nine or something? So who have
1: you spoken to so far?
6: Christine Stewart, Drew Scott, the property brother. Yeah. Uh, um, who also I talked to. I talked to Jonathan Torrens recently. That was a great conversation, actually. I really enjoyed that. Like, different so it's people in entertainment. There's some business people. Uh, and uh, it, it's just, uh, I love listening to their stories about how they uh, had these moments in time. And they kind of just changed their perspective. And that kind of, like, they kind of like was an eye-opener. And they kind of, went, oh, I guess I could do this. Like, Adam Grow from Cash Cab.
1: No, nobody ever confuses me with Adam Grove from Cash Cab. No, <laughs> never.
6: Especially that camera throw. That was it. <laughs> yeah. How much did you make? Would you like to double your money?
2: Uh, sorry. Into, no, no, go uh, ahead. Vertical um, video? Amy Ellen, uh, have this mirrored to my TV. And vertical video is not great on that side of the screen. Flip it. We didn't think of people who might want to watch this whole thing on a big screen TV
1: we we, we as in me you
6: that's what it looks like
1: that's what it looks like right okay yeah. all right okay so, so who's complaining okay so Derek dresser says he's not complaining it's uh, app part of the fun or all part of the fun he doesn't he, he, his opinion doesn't count because he works for the show uh, <laughs> port, see Eric agrees with the portrait mode thank remote. you yeah. Eric yeah Anne's watching it on a Galaxy S7 So she's got it all dialed in too. Grant's watching on a laptop. He
2: would prefer it on uh, in in landscape. So, okay, so what? Everybody is complaining. Give her a flip, boys. That's from Jake. See?
6: Turn
2: your head. Turn your head.
1: (laughs) How's this? Is this better? Yeah. Are we okay now, everybody? (laughs) Trendy, <laughs> you know what? And I have a couple more of
2: these, this vodka And I'll be just like this <laughs> for the entire. Right, exactly, just because it's Just because, I won't have any shit <laughs> You won't have to flip anything, I'll just be like this yeah.
1: Okay, continue So I'm going to be talking to Christine Stewart yeah. and A man by the name of Gladstone Wait, Grant. wait, I don't know this person um, uh, Christine Stewart of Christine. Tribal Scale uh, yeah. She was um, responsible for bringing Twitter to Canada well, oh, okay. head of CBC oh she was the CBC person yeah that's yeah, right Right. Okay. Yeah. so I'm going to be talking to her in an intimate setting on uh, Bites and Brews it's okay. about digital transformation All right. yeah. something I'm trying to do here with vertical video clearly it's not working what did you learn of her mm-hmm. that I can then pull out of my ass as yeah. though I'm a smart person uh, I learned that uh, if you work
6: somewhere and she shows up one day yeah. you'll probably be fired and she'll have your job like,
1: awesome. Okay. Yeah. Exactly what she's I need She's just
6: like, she's totally laser focused. She's just so, she's, got, she's probably the, the person who's had the most clarity ever I've spoken to. She just kind of like gets it. She just kind of like, she looks at the situation and goes, yeah, okay, I can do this and do that. And she doesn't expect anything, but she just kind of like figures it all out. It's amazing.
1: She's got this 10,000 foot view.
2: Yes, yeah. Right. Those people really impress me because I will go into, I, I remember a number of people that I've worked for or worked with, and I'll go into a meeting with them <laughs> and...
1: <laughs> Excuse me. I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, and, and There's never been a better... A Do you need a bucket? <laughs> <laughs> Monsieur?
2: Um, and they managed to ask that one question yeah. that cuts through all the confusion that you've brought to them. Yes. And within 10 seconds brings everything to perfect clarity.
6: Yeah, it's an amazing skill. I wish I had it. And that's why I like talking to people about it because you kind of get, the more people you talk to, and the more people we've talked to in this podcast series, there's been common themes. And there's been common things like people have been saying kind of the same types of things. Right. And what's uh, the common thing they're saying? One of the, one of the biggest things is that uh, to be, to be able to take advantage of these game-changing moments, mm-hmm. you have to be in motion already. You have to be doing something.
1: Momentum. You got in- inertia kills.
6: You got it. You got to just go. You got to just start doing. You might not know why you're doing it, but you have to be in motion for opportunity to hit. For you to go.
1: Ah, that's where I'm gonna go. Right. Yeah. You talked to my former App Central co hosts Amber, Amber Mac. That's right. The, yeah. like, the female equivalent to you, I would say. What is
4: this? alcoholic beverage.
2: Oh, some water to yeah. keep <laughs> me hydrated? Thank you. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's impressive.
1: Wow. Okay, now eat the ice.
2: I
6: will. Fantastic. Okay. Amber's great.
1: Amber is great. She's. I, with, I think it's
6: hugely insulting to call me the male version of her, though. True, you're not as pretty. No, I'm not as smart either. And she hangs, she flies on Anthony, uh, Tony Robbins' private jet. That was part of her story on the podcast. Yeah. You should tune in sometime. you got a podcast?
1: I do.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow, isn't that,
1: is anyone else that's doing a podcast? Awesome. <laughs> that would be a cool thing. We should all do podcasts.
2: <laughs> I had a question about the podcast, but I've since forgotten it. And I've only had that question in my head for about six seconds.
1: Right, so that's, that's, like that's the
2: question. Hanoi Vodka. That's the Hanoi hang Vodka. Hang on. Um, hang on. That's right. The question was about the podcast.
1: Do I look too loose? You like know,
2: this? no. One, one of the things that that I think is very important for people like us who are trying to be in this forward-thinking space yeah. is never to be the smartest kid in the room. No. And what? It, it's don't ri- you want to be the smartest? No, kid? no. you never no. want to be the smartest no. person Why? in the room. No, because
1: I'm av- acutely aware I'm an idiot. No, no, okay. Setting aside your actual idiocy. Yeah. Um, I I walked away from a thirty-year mainstream media career right. where every step of the way I went no it should be this and there were three or four other opinions in yeah. the room yeah but now I find myself I walk into an organization because they've asked me to be there sure first of all just in and to itself yeah. it's awesome amazing because in mainstream media as, as you well know the the lesson is. There's a stack of resumes on my desk. You'll be out of here in a heartbeat. Right. So it's really nice to be the authority in the right. room.
2: Well, I think you're mixing up two things. There, it's very important to recognize that you have enough experience to be recognized as an authority. That's very tough, especially for Canadians who tend to play down their accomplishments. So understand that you are an authority, but that you cannot coast. There's always stuff to learn, which is why, as an authority, you want to be in the room with other authorities and people who even know more even than you do. And I, I find that humbling, I find that enriching, I find that yeah. really, really important. Yeah. And as somebody who works at home, much like you, yeah. I don't get out off as often as I should. So if anybody's watching, please, if you're smart, I would like to be in your room so you can teach me something, seriously.
1: Not when you first wake up in the morning, that's a no, whole different No, that's a thing. different thing. Yeah.
2: yeah. Or after some of this stuff.
1: Right. So you got to talk to some people like Amber Mack, yeah. who, to your point, the, the name of the podcast is Game Changers. Mm-hmm. What game do you feel she changed?
5: Um,
6: well, I mean, she changed a lot of things for in tech for women. I mean, she was like the first big authority uh, okay. female figure in, uh, in tech, um, and she's... You know, widely regarded as like an authority figure in general. Sure. Um, she social, media s- social media, particular. Social media for sure. She's always been kind of at the vanguard of all that kind of stuff. Um, but what was interesting uh, talking to her was she mentioned talking uh, Tony Robbins. As well, yeah. Who I I'm not a big Tony Robbins nah, fan. Yeah, yeah. No, me neither. Right? But, but
2: but fair play. That's not my story. It's her story. Well, I, I would still talk to Tony Robbins because he is an authority in his particular field, yeah. and I may pick up one or two things. Sure. Yeah from what he says yeah. that I can apply to what I might want to do in the future Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. so what do you say we take a bit of a break we find out what Chef Mike's been up to oh yeah we have to go and then we, we look at some of the big stories of the day and I'd love to get your take on it as well totally ready awesome okay so you're looking for your microphone aren't I, you I've lost the mic oh there it is thank you <laughs> sorry <Okay. laughs> so find out what Chef Mike's working on would you and okay. uh, we'll come back to right. Brittle Star alright hang on I'm on my way yeah. Stumble your way and watch that step. It's a doozy. All right. Chef Mike, what have we got here?
3: I'm sorry, I'm fine. I'm,
2: <laughs> How are you doing? I'm okay. Uh, Today we're going
3: to do... Mango? Mango salad. Mm. You spend lots of time in Asia? Yes, I do. You love Asia. This is something I discovered living in Australia that is native to Thailand and to Vietnam, and it's a savory mango salad. Sweet. It's this, mm. this, this a fantastic thing. So basically, it's a combination of whatever's fresh and whatever you can make ice-cold. Okay. It's, it's, it's hotter than bejesus
2: there, so you want really cold stuff. I have enjoyed a lot of mango salad in places like Singapore and Thailand.
3: And they all have their own version of it. Yes, this, this is my version of it. Okay, so this is actually called a mango and red onion salad. Mango is fabulous because you can actually get them fresh, but you can buy them frozen now. Right, okay. And you can buy them jarred, so someone does all the peeling for you which means no pits, none of that danger of peeling them, which is fantastic stuff. So basically, this is just a lot of sliced mango. This is some sliced green onions and some sliced red onions. I had this in a Malaysian restaurant when I was living in Melbourne, Australia, and it's just fantastic stuff. So this is a little, you know, a couple of tablespoons of that. And then some cucumbers, because cucumbers are fabulous when they're really, really hot out. Mm-hmm. And this is great. You can serve this year-round. I love it in the summertime. It's just screams summertime for me. Coriander? Uh, got some of that, this is yeah, some wait. sliced uh, bell peppers. Mm-hmm. I use the baby ones because they're, they're kind of cool. Just a handful of those, it doesn't really matter what, how much you like in there. This is kind of to, uh, to taste kind sure. of a thing. I have a recipe for it that's available for people to download, but it's it's kind of to your own taste. This is uh, some coriander, leaves only. The dressing's kind of interesting. The dressing is basically a lot of ones. One part fish sauce, if you want to Keep it vegetarian or vegan, you can eliminate that. One part sesame oil, one part canola oil, one part soy sauce, one part tamari, one part lime juice, you know, whatever you kinda like that has that flavor profile. Unlike Western dressings, less is more. Here we bury our, our stuff in, in gobs and gobs of dressing. A Thousand Island, yeah. Or Caesar or right. ranch, whatever it is. In Asia, they don't do that. A tablespoon here and there. So what they will do is they'll dress this so it's just glistening, just a little bit of dressing on each one. You want. That savory flavor, but you, you paid real money and hmm. food food's expensive when you leave North America. if you go to a place like Asia, food costs much more of their of their family income than it does here in Canada. So that's about two tablespoons so far, maybe one more. And that's it. For this entire bowl, which will easily feed six people. Maybe three tablespoons. This is arugula. Now this isn't arugula, native. you're gonna put that in there? No, this isn't native to that, but it's got a bitterness to it. It's got some green and it's a French thing, and there's lots of French influences in Vietnam. Right. Remember, Ho Chi Minh City was was Vietnamese for a sure. very long time before it became. very uh, for, for, for
2: the French culture, was, exactly. It was very big, and you all. can
3: get better baguettes in in, in Vietnam than this you is true. Other parts of France. Apparently. This is
2: this is true. I have been to Ho Chi Minh City and I have been to Hanoi. That's very true.
3: And the French bakeries are just as good. So this is my version of this. It's uh, crunchy. It's crunchy. It's colorful, and it's flavorful. You serve it ice cold on a hot summer's day. It's what you have fresh and available. You can do this year-round and it is just a fabulous thing. We're going to have that later tonight okay. with our ribs. I'm going to top it here with some chopped nuts. Now this is traditionally they would use peanuts. I'm not a big fan of peanuts for allergy reasons. So this is some chopped up cashews and walnuts.
2: Oh, and that, that looks great. Are you going to put that in the fridge keep it cool?
3: Uh, I'm going to put that in the fridge. I've got enough for everyone for after the after the live big show. Okay. Now, <laughs> So, last thing before you go. This is, remember we talked about the ribs that were in the Instant yes. Pot? Yes. They're done. Okay. We're running a little long, so they're done a few minutes ago, but they were in there for how long? Maybe uh, 20 minutes? 20-25 minutes. Now they're here. You take two sets of tongs. Alive. are live. There Bring we go. Out. Turn them on there now. These are 3 quarters cooked now, in that 20 minutes. I'm going to sauce these. Throw them in the fridge. I mean, throw them in the oven. And if you want to do what your wife does, you throw them in there overnight. Yeah. This would work right now, 20 minutes. That's fantastic. Here. And if you want to do this right now, we're going to cook all these tonight because I've right. got a whole bunch to feed here. But now all I do is sauce this. The sauce will glaze them. It'll finish the cooking process. And that is ribs in an hour.
2: I'm going to leave you to that. We yep. are going to go back to the set and we're going to give away a set of headphones. Nice. Okay, that's coming up. Hang on.
6: Thank you. traveling, yes. That's fantastic, though, isn't
1: it? Yeah. We were just talking about how fantastic it is that the Miracle Travel Mug of Traveling makes it around the world the way it does. We have one for you, by the way. Really? We do! You do. It is the best travel mug you will ever have. I have been using mine for, how many, four years now? Four years now. You've only dropped it twice. I dropped it twice, yet it has has continued to serve me faithfully every single morning. Wow. And it keeps hot beverages hot. Right. And cold beverages cold. Seriously. Using the power of science. Wow. And it's it's proven science. The science is in. Okay, so we had asked people to, on the Facebook and the Twitter machine, to retweet all of my promotions when the podcast was live on location, doing a national media tour with TV stations and morning shows across the country. And I said that the person who retweeted the most of those videos and those promotions would win one of the gadgets. This thing right here. This is the Steel Series Arctis Pro wireless gaming headset. This is awesome, absolutely awesome. Um, and it's high fidelity audio. Now you know more about this than I do. Yes. They call them high-resolution drivers. Yes. And when you put them on your head it feels like you put a cloud on your head.
2: The first set of headphones I ever bought were a pair of Koss headphones and they weighed four pounds. They were hugely heavy and you couldn't get through a whole album listening to them. Today, comfort is almost as important as
1: audio quality and these are right. excellent. Particularly because they're so light, you can wear them long term playing mm-hmm. video games. It's got a, a microphone that pops out so you can either play a time-life operator mm-hmm. or you could talk smack to the kid on Facebook, or on uh, Fortnite. Are, are your Fortnite. kids on the Fortnite? Our youngest is, yeah. Your youngest on yeah, the Fortnite, or yeah. the PUBG? Fortnite. Yeah? Fortnite, yeah. He's not one of those kids. He's yeah. not into PUBG. He's cool. I don't think
6: so, yeah. Okay.
1: So, um, we calculated the number of retweets and likes that we got on this, and numbers two and three on the list actually work for the show. Chris is Samson. <laughs> And Vsem, you're not getting this. You no. Know. Save on shipping, though. It would, wouldn't it? Yeah. This headset is going uh, to, uh, thanks to uh, the retweets, let's let's look a little further down. Look at this, 420 bucks. Kevin Button and Krista Sampson were pretty close. But Andrew Stokely of uh, Niagara Falls, Ontario, longtime listener, big time fan of the show. Supporter he's, of the show. He's giving them to his son, Indiana. <gasps> Wait, his son's name Indiana
2: Yes. Really? wants me, but he can't go back there. No, no, no. Oh, Dude, I think you kind of missed the...
1: Indiana bit. Jones? Oh, yeah. Indy? Yeah, right. I so. named the dog Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that goes. Anyway, Andrew and Indiana, thank you so much for supporting the big show. Uh, so we're going to set this aside. We're going to ship that off uh, to you. You've got stuff in your tickle trunk? Yes. Very close to Brittle Star, so I'm sure he's right. nervous. So I'm... I'm a little nervous. <laughs> well,
5: should
2: I? Yeah, I'll, I'll save that for last. So I brought a bunch of things.
5: <laughs>
2: wow, that block is really doing its thing, isn't it? <laughs> These are things I just happen to have around my house, and I was wait, just—
1: Wait l- a minute! You got all liquored up and then wandered through your house looking for crap. No,
2: no, no, before, no! This is before I got liquored up. So one of the things that I found uh, is this. This is uh, a David Bowie autograph. Wow! You have a
1: now? Did you get the David I Bowie autograph? I definitely
2: got the David Bowie autograph. I met him a couple of times. And on the second time I had, he was promoting this particular album and I had him autograph it. And it was lost in a box for years and years and years. And then when I redid my basement, I found it and I had it framed. So that's uh, one of my treasured items, uh, David One of your treasured items you just happened to lose. I just happened to lose, but I managed to find. <laughs> um, here's something that was given to me. I get a lot of promotional stuff from record labels and bands.
1: Oh, awesome. So you're going to give this next item to Brittle stars Absolutely as a Absolutely not.
2: But I will give you this. These are official Rush Pop-Tarts. What? what? Yes, 2112 Pop Tarts. Okay, I'm not a Rush fan. What's 2112? It, I, 2112 is their album from 1976. Oh, yeah, I was and five. And for no reason whatsoever, I got these. These are actual. Oh, no, wait, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought they were. not not even. Oh, so I great. have a 21 keychain. <laughs> I should actually a open
1: some. You thought they were actual Pop-Tarts. <laughs> <laughs> a yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. For, for no, no, hey, no reason. What year did the album come out again? 1976. 77. No, no, no. So no, no, no. you are willing no, no, to no, this keep the Pop-Tarts <laughs> in the box. Well, this is why I didn't for open 40 it. 40 years.
2: I didn't open it. So, okay. But what's weird is that there's a Gumby keychain in there. I
1: I have What's no Gumby idea. What's got to
2: do I, with Nothing. Russia? Nothing. I should open these things. Um, <laughs> yeah. OK, wait a sec. Here. Um,
1: this is, I bought this in Russia. Uh, I went for my oh, wife. Please tell me it's a nesting doll. <laughs> oh. It never ends. It never
2: ends. So I bought these. This is a U2 nesting doll that I bought some, on uh, a place
1: called Arab... Okay, see, what would be perfect is if the very last nesting doll was Bono's Ego.
2: No, it's a guitar.
1: Right, because there's no way Bono's Ego would be that
2: small. No, no, <laughs> Bono's on the outside. <laughs> uh, I bought this... Did- My wife and I went to uh, Russia to see you two on the 360 tour, and uh, we were just looking for some bootleg items on a place, I think it was called the Arab Sector or Arab, Arab Street. And uh, we found these nesting dolls, and uh, so I I have these, there's there's the edge, for example. Oh, wait. Oh, God, I forgot Larry. Oh, here we go. Don't forget Larry. Larry, Put Larry in there. I don't even know
1: Larry's last name.
2: Mullen Jr. Mullen, that's right. Okay.
1: He's got the the teeth thing, doesn't he? Does he? Oh, God, that's
2: a terrible noise. The whole
1: neighborhood heard
2: that. Yeah, I know. Hang on. So put that together. Uh, okay, so It's, it's
1: Russian-made, so what do you expect? Yeah, right? it's not great. Um, I did
2: get this. This is a an Oasis frustration game. <laughs>
1: Which Noel, I'm sure, is very familiar
2: this with. This was a, uh, something that was put out by the record label uh, around the time of uh, somewhere between the first album, definitely, maybe, and What's the Story of Morning Glory. I have been told that this sells for between 300 and 600 pounds online. <laughs> And really? it is, is actually the actual game.
1: Now, three hundred to oh. six hundred pounds. Oh, you don't. You, okay, even though you slid the cover off, it, yeah. it's not open. It's not open. So it technically could still it's, fetch. It's six hundred. Keychains. That's right. It's and just I. That's
4: keychains. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah.
2: It's pop tarts it's, inside. Yeah. It's, it's Gumby. Gumby P- keychains. So there's that. Um, what else? Hang on. I have more down here. Oh, I brought my. I don't know why.
1: Oh, Wow. You brought your Motorola. My, my Motorola flip phone. Yeah, okay.
2: The first uh, cell phone I ever had.
1: Hey, hey, Vanessa. Do we have another commercial break coming up? Uh, yeah, okay. Okay. So well, in the next commercial you, break, I I am, more. I am gonna I am gonna one up you in the Motorola flip phone. Oh, apartment. okay, uh, you've fine. you have
5: blown through your commercial breaks there, uh, big fella. You want me to roll back and get one that you missed?
1: Uh, you know what let's let's do another uh, G and b mug tour or something a little bit later. Or maybe while these two Jamokes are talking, I'll just sneak off and grab something. do you want more All right, or are we what are we doing next? Well, I, I think we need to talk about Aretha.
2: Oh, okay. let's go talk about Aretha because I have more in the tickle trunk.
1: Uh, we'll we'll come back to it. And I still have I have this mysterious okay. box. now we we talked about how we wanted to do the live show to show you how the sausages are made. All of this crap gets edited out by me.
2: Yes. <laughs> this is not being edited out.
5: I got a commercial for you if you want.
1: Oof. Oh, I know. Oh, I'm
2: not going to
4: tell you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta what that is yet. You've got to save that. You've got to no, save
1: that's, that. No, that's when... even. That's I, even... I, I, I can see o- over Darren's shoulder there that Chef Mike's working away on something. i so... we need to eat soon because well, I really need something in, really in my gonna stomach. You're really going to need some something in your stomach. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it, 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 it's only going to be there temporarily. <laughs> where's my oh that's yours? Where here it is. So did you you reported on Journal of Musical Things that Aretha Franklin, actually was it her granddaughter, posted a video of Aretha's very last song she sang in March yes. of this year yeah. before? She, uh, Aretha
2: Franklin me. had had um, pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic cancer is a terrible, terrible form of cancer. As soon as you're diagnosed with it, you automatically go to stage four. I've had three very close friends die of it in the last five years. It's a terrible, terrible disease and she wasted away, from, you know, Retha was a, a large woman, a plus-sized woman. Not but, at the end. But yeah, she was less than 85 pounds when she wow. died. Her, she was very, very bony, very, very ill. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what pancreatic cancer does to you. And uh, her daughter did uh, post that video of her yeah. singing in March. She, st- she still sounded good, and she still, at that point, was hopefully going to perform some more in 2018, but of course that never, that never happened.
1: Let's ask our uh, three-time NASCAR champion, Ace Director Sean, if uh, we've got uh, actual video uh, of that particular song. Let's, let's punch that up. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. All
4: right. We tried. Okay.
2: Um, uh, Barrett says, do a shot every time I run my hand through my hair. I'm running my hand. hand. Oh, <laughs> look, a look, drinking look, game. Look at my hair. <laughs> look at it
1: it's got volume it's got volume look at this is terrible i don't know what's happening it's about a thousand degrees out here. well it is hot and it is Very humid, humid. Yeah. Uh, it is yeah, right humid. okay and I it's made- a good thing we got all these tv lights going too. and that's the other thing it, it, it's a little bonkers darren am i gonna have- you, you want to show these people what they're dealing with over here yeah, yeah we have
2: the tv lights came on after the sun went down yeah mm-hmm. how long is this we were going to go n-
1: uh, an hour yeah the show was supposed to be over like uh, 15 half 15 minutes an hour ago yeah Okay, well that's fine, let's, uh, let's continue. Okay, Michael Jackson's other glove. Have you ever wondered what happened to Michael Jackson's I other this. glove? Is it
2: literally the other glove? Here's the situation with Michael Jackson. When he appeared on the Motown 25th anniversary special. I watched that live. That was the one where he did the for yeah. the first Amazing. time. Okay, he had it on his left hand. Mm-hmm. And so it, you'd think there would be another glove, and there was, actually there were a series of these jewel gloves that he used over the years. And he would either wear the right or the left, depending on you know, his mood for that particular right. night. But we're really concerned about the gloves that were made in time for the Motown special. Yeah, We saw the left one. Yeah. Where did the right one go? That one, and this sounds like an episode of storage wars, was in a storage locker No way. for years and years and years. Wow. And then in 2010, the contents, and I swear to God this is true, the contents of that... Storage locker were sold off because they hadn't paid the rent on it. So there were at least two owners of that right-hand glove since 2010. Right. And next month, that glove is going up for. It's
6: going to sell for hundreds of thousands of dollars.
2: Well, the, the reserve bid is fifteen thousand. What? Which you think is pretty low. I think it's just to bring the punchers. To bring in. people in. Yeah, yeah. 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 But how uh, do you how do you end up with that glove? Uh, that's the see. This is the mysterious thing about. Uh, memorabilia collection mm. is that there's so much stuff out there and there's a network of people and they're all usually pretty wealthy Right. that will spend anything that they need to to get into their into their, into their their vaults. I know a guy here in uh, Ontario in, in Toronto mm. he's got a place in Young and Eglinton that you would never know about it's a, it's, it's a suite on a floor of an office building and uh, I went to visit him once he goes into the back and it's just racks and racks and racks and stuff yeah. he goes into the back and he brings out and he puts this thing in front of me and he says that was one of Jimi Hendrix's guitars. What? And you got to think that that's got to be worth, yeah, tens and tens and tens of yeah, thousands of yeah, yeah. dollars. And he had racks of these guitars. Yeah. You think about, for example, the Hard Rock Cafe, owned by the uh, the Indian tribe down in um, in Florida. They, I've been into the vault mm-hmm. in the the original Hard Rock Cafe in London. Yeah. And the stuff that's in there is like, like, how do you acquire this? Yeah. But rock and roll memorabilia auctions are big, big deals. You would think that these guys would want to hang on to that stuff.
4: That's
6: what I always think. Well, a lot of it is... They is, have a
1: lot of that stuff, though, don't they? Well, well, I know,
2: but, like, how many gloves do you have? <laughs> right, <how> many? So, <laughs> no, that's I'm sorry. A Michael Jackson glove, it, it, it's, it's even something that I would have. Yeah. Uh, Ronnie James Dio is having uh, his, his estate. He died of stomach cancer in 2010. Right. He's having uh, an auction of, or his estate is having an auction of a variety of things. And one of the things that they're selling, and the reserve bid on this is between 200 and $300, right. is a garden gnome. And what's interesting about this particular garden gnome is that when Ronnie was placing it in his garden, there was some kind of placement accident. Garden gnome accident? A garden gnome accident where, I swear this is true, he severed his thumb. His what? His thumb. How do you
1: sever a thumb in a gnome-related accident? It's a 14-by-20-inch
2: gnome. That somehow with a razor sharp toque thing on it. I don't
6: yeah. know. Yeah.
1: It's it's gotta be that. But yeah. that's
2: going for up for auction next month. And they figure wow. two to three hundred dollars. And that's the gnome that cost Ronnie James Dio one of his thumbs.
1: Let's check in on the social <laughs> media. Have you lost any thumbs or any other digits as a result of this? <laughs> our, our ace um, producer, Vanessa Zoli says we gotta check in on this. Um, first of all, oh, a problem occurred with this webpage, so it was reloaded. This could only, yeah, okay. So, (laughs) Anne had pointed out that it sounds like someone is taking the turbo lift every time we (laughs) cut to Alan's camera. Now, maybe we need to explain. No, you explain. I have nothing to do with this. Okay, so Sean's gonna go into the scene and double click the file associated with Alan's name key. But every time we cut to Alan, we've been playing the sound effect of Star Trek doors opening. <laughs> <laughs> and we hit—we we built a button into the system so we could turn it off, because we figured it would drive people crazy. And it's funny that Anne, only Anne has noticed this, what, how many minutes ago? Uh, like 10 minutes ago? Not yeah, even.
2: Not even. So yeah. Who keeps using the turbo lift?
1: Right, yeah. exactly. So, are you a Star Trek fan? Yeah, for sure. The old Star Trek. Over a Star Wars, because generally no, you, you no, pick one no, or the other. No, 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 no,
6: no. What? No. What? no. You,
1: you were a, f- a trekker over a Star no, Wars.
6: Star Wars over a Star. No, Trek. Thank you. you, guys. Thank yeah. you. Where's no. your beverage? It's right here.
1: <sighs> yeah, obviously.
6: Come there we on. go. I mean, Star Trek was a good show. No, but I'm talking about the show. entire culture and the spin-offs and everything that happened as a result. I'll give you the original series, and I'll give you the next generation. And everything else after that lost me.
1: What did your boys get into?
6: Uh, never Star Trek. I don't think they've ever watched an episode of Star Trek. Star Wars.
1: Oh, you mean oh, the original, or you mean Any Star Trek. Really? Any
6: Star Trek. They've never watched it.
1: My daughter is 12, right. going on 17. And when she was 10, I introduced her to Voyager, because I thought that would be an effective right. uh, way for it. A...
2: Sorry, I couldn't read that okay, Darren, in
1: the distance. Darren, you you've got to show them... <laughs> what alan's looking at eagles and mj songs all right i have no idea what you're talking
2: about but so, right, i'll make something up
1: ladies and gentlemen coming up a little later in the program how the eagles overtook michael jackson's thriller for the number one spot oh in the that's what we're talking about okay. mm-hmm. this is the geek talking to the music guy
2: yes the music guy who was on truck stop
1: vodka yes exactly <laughs> i thought voyager was awesome
6: I didn't like any of that stuff. It was all sort of like milk toast to me. It was really? Of, yeah, it was like, eh,
1: everyone's happy and they're all
6: getting along. I don't yeah, care about the, that. The,
1: the
2: holographic doctor really lost it for me. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't like him. I, I, Deep Space Nine was a bit dark. Yes. Uh, and it, they didn't
1: go anywhere. Uh, no. no.
2: That was the problem. Everybody yeah. had to come to them. Yeah. Right. Um, what do you want to do? Next Generation, I I'm great. thrilled that uh, Jean-Luc Picard is, is oh, yeah, making for a sure. return. Yeah. So it'll be post-Next Generation. Yeah. That's going to be really. Exciting. I didn't like the
6: setup though, the way they said that show he's coming back and it's going to be like his life after it, like gardening. What's he going to
2: be doing? <laughs> it's, it's, it's him and Guy in the yeah. old folks' home. No, yeah. it'll be it'll be him on that planet playing the flute.
1: Right. Exactly. Okay. So, you pulled out from your tickle oh. trunk a flip phone. Yes. And ori- show us the ori- your um. original flip phone. Did you have anything mm. that compares? How, how deep is that tickle trunk? <laughs> now here it is. Got it. I got a lot of things it's in got here. Got a person working kay. down there. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so did you have it? What was your earliest? I had a flip phone. You had? Did you have this phone? Uh, Motorola StarTAC.
6: I had a Motorola. Yeah, I'm sure I had. You're a phone. radio guy.
1: Let me hold it. But up that's so a we fancy
6: looking one. That's got kind of the clear bubbles on it on the numbers. Yes, mine didn't have that. Mine had the push in button.
2: No, I think ours. Uh, my wife's mother bought this for her when she was commuting at weird hours. Right. So this stayed in the uh, in the glove compartment okay. because, of course, right. data rates were just well, yeah yeah yeah. It was huge. Huge. You do not want to be roaming. No 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 no. Yeah. What you? Oh my god! That's a Newton? You have a Newton? How come I. How long have I known you and you never shown me the
1: Newton? Yes. You know who gave me this no. Newton? Who I bought this Newton for for 100 bucks? Who? The guy behind the camera! Oh. Darren! Wow. Darren's going through <laughs> stuff and he's like, I. I you anybody want a box? Newton? What's wrong with you? Of course I want a Newton. I want to eat up Martha. I no, would. Wait a minute, that sounded terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't sound right at all. Sorry. Um, I introduced my daughter to this. I put it next to her iPhone. Yeah. Because she's twelve now. She's got her own iPhone. And just just the handwriting recognition in to itself was is funny. Is funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um but the fact that it didn't have a backlit screen, she couldn't read it in the dark, it was (laughs) like literally three times larger. Where's your phone? It's three times larger than your iPhone. Yeah. So did did you you had nothing like this?
6: No, I had a Palm Pilot. You yeah, know, me too. I, Back yeah. in the day, had I had a one Palm 5.
1: Oh. Yes, me too. Which was the Palm 5? The, the Palm was 5 was very sleek and smooth. Yes. Oh. So the original Palms were US Robotics, remember? Yes. US Robotics first invented the yeah, Palm product, Yeah. and then they sold it, Yeah, uh, I believe is the way. I right.
6: love that kind of stuff, though. But I, I always awesome? wanted one of those Newtons.
1: It runs on four AA batteries. Right.
6: <laughs> runs for 15 I, minutes. Exactly. 15 <laughs> minutes,
1: so long as the, the LCD screen is at its yeah. lowest setting. Mm-hmm. There you go. So I, I think I just won up to you in the nerd department. You win.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, it's all You're magnets. Totally, isn't it? totally. It's all magnets. It's like those here.
6: mustache things you used to get as a kid. You drag the shavings up.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. That's well, how it works. <laughs> you get two side things and you, yeah. you can draw on. When you want to awesome. erase, it's kind of like
2: my, Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like my old Calico football game.
1: Yeah. Okay. Vanessa wants us to talk about the Eagles. Do you want to talk about? The Eagles? Yeah, we can. do talk about fan of the Eagles? Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay. So he, really? Should... Okay. Name three Eagles songs. Life of the Fast Lane. One.
2: El Dorado. Two and uh, Hotel California. OK. Sean? Yes. Yeah, OK. Yeah, thank you. So here's the situation. Uh, the Eagles' Greatest Hits, 1971 to 1975, was long considered to be the best-selling album in the United States, which was true. Mm-hmm. Then along came Michael Jackson with Thriller in late mm-hmm. 1982, it was 82, 83, uh and it, of course, shot past it and it was considered to be the best-selling album in the United States. And this is the way it was for a very long time. Yeah. Now, what we have to understand is that before SoundScan, the point-of-sale uh, tracking system came into effect in 1991, everything before then was guesses, estimates, manipulation, lies, right. and corruption. Right. So we really don't know how many albums, how many copies of a particular album was sold with any real certainty before 1991. Got it? Right, yeah. So. We're guessing uh, that the Recording Industry Association of America, which is the lobby group that is in charge of certification, Mm -hmm. saying how many copies of an album has sold, they hadn't counted up the number of copies that the Eagles' first greatest hits album had sold since 2006. So they did an accounting, and they also included a new series of metrics And these are called track equivalent something or others. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if you stream 15, if there's 1,500 streams Mm -hmm. of songs from an album, that counts as one album. Oh right! And if you download, or if people for every ten You're de- actually
6: following this, I am
2: for every fascinated oh, for every ten He's downloads. Right
6: at my soul right
2: now. <laughs> <laughs> for every ten songs that are downloaded from an album, yeah. that's considered an album sold. So it's not just physical stuff like vinyl and CDs and right. digital downloads are being sold. It's these other track equivalent albums. Right. So. Uh, And they did an accounting and they said, okay, Eagles Greatest Hits 1971 to 1975, we can certify that as 38 times platinum, which is 38 million copies sold. I didn't think
1: there was gonna be math.
2: Michael Jackson (laughs) and Thriller is stuck at 33 times platinum. But without them actually having sets, I don't think that they've done an accounting of that album album. since he died. Right, yeah. So So he died in 2009, 2009. and then everything just blew up after that. So if the IRAA mm-hmm. ever gets around to counting up copies of Thriller, mm-hmm. which our best uh, guess is that it sold 100 million copies worldwide, mm-hmm. it will be well beyond yeah. the 38 million. For mark. sure. For
1: you sure. have, through the course of that explanation, lost four of our viewers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that's what <laughs> 25 percent. No, issue? they've
6: gone to get a pencil
2: and paper
1: so <laughs> they can take notes. <laughs> they realized there was a test. Oh wait! I'm
2: trying not to put my run my hands
1: think, through yeah, my hair. I'm just very. I
5: think we need to get to the chef. The food what do we, we have to do I'm oh the
1: s- yeah, apparently the crew's getting hungry oh okay so well we should we, we, we sh- well, let's, be let's for, before we wrap it up and and, and, and we should get, stop soon. get and eat <laughs> before we wrap it up and eat so Alan can put some actual food in his stomach other than this vodka it's quarter to nine do you wait a minute you had you had one last beverage you yes, wanted to show off I did you see what this is no because no one can see it because you put it below Oh, wait, sorry. Bloody here. radio type. Hey, uh, cameraman, come here.
2: I don't you to have a look at this? That's Darren. That's Darren, Darren, sorry. Darren. <laughs> Hello, Darren. Don't get attached I, to the crew. Yeah, I bought they're, they're this. They're expendable. He's wearing a red shirt. <laughs> Never name them. I bought this at a North Korean friendship store in the DMZ between North and South Korea. You're making all of this up. No. So Whoa. this is a bottle of something can you see the label there this is a bottle of some kind of north korean alcohol i have no idea what it is i have no idea what it's made of others probably some kind of rice alcohol and uh, All right. Pour yourself some. No, I'm not going to open it. You're not even going to open it. No,
1: I'm going to risk opening. I think we've done enough damage, so <laughs> okay. you know. Here's what I'm going to do. If we ever do this again, if we ever, we are never doing this again. Well, well, if actually, we ever, know, tell us if we
2: should do this again, quite if frankly. If we ever do, we will open this. This is the rarest alcohol in yep. my collection, and I have lots of rare Japanese whiskeys. Yep. I have a lot of rare Scotch. I have some very strange liqueurs from other places around the world, but I own
1: what the hell did, what did he just do Chef Mike just pulled out a blowtorch could you keep that away from yeah thank you Whew, I was really worried there Jesus okay he's getting ready for the creme brulee so let's check in on Facebook and see <laughs> what everybody has to say about things and the stuff um, as far okay, oh, they want Craig, to do uh, Chris is saying yeah we got to do this again Uh, Let's dig a little bit uh, further down here. Uh, Craig is actually
2: worried about us drinking this North Korean stuff. My wife said that because
1: we don't know what's in it. Yeah, okay. uh, so um, Todd had to get a drink just to understand your math on that whole <laughs> whole situation. Uh, Scott Simpson writing it. I don't kind of trust any of the numbers, new or old. It's Hollywood math. That's true. There is some validity to yeah, that. There really is. Uh, hey, uh, we got uh, Derek uh, worked for Palm for a while. We got some people saying that they like the Palm Pilot as well. Wow, that website really isn't working for us. Maybe I should pull it up on the Newton. Do you think maybe the work, work on the Newton? Wow. Okay, so Chef Mike is clearly working very hard getting this creme brulee going. So, Brittle Star? Yeah. Look I at that. I offered you. I saw. Oh, the butter tarts. Some butter tarts. Yeah. Oh, we should actually talk about, well,
2: wait a second. Let's, before the butter tarts, we have an amuse-bouche there. Right. Which is a lobster salad.
1: Okay. I've had four of them. And clearly it hasn't made a witted difference as far as consuming the ghastly like right. alcohol from Vietnam. Have I finished it? No, I haven't. I still have... Okay, That's... chug it. No.
2: <laughs> you want me to sleep on your couch?
1: On your floor? Yeah, you would have. On to. your deck? On the yeah, deck. Yeah, you, you sleep right there, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay. So great having you with us, man. It's been fun, man. It's been fantastic. I, I don't know if we accomplished anything. I think we we're closer. I think this is a proof of concept. Yeah more than this, this is that's, an MVP this is a minimal viable product that's right yeah <laughs> yeah exactly. exactly exactly so well okay grab your microphone okay. let's check in okay. uh, with the chef right. and the say goodbye one to everyone uh, along the way All right, hang on nobody go anywhere about just about what oh. Oh.
5: we need to talk about the rave going on in your garage can you see it behind you yeah I can see that.
1: <laughs> okay right. so wifey showed up pulled into the garage and now the lights are doing that okay wait a second
2: What do you got going on, Alan? See, my wife is going to be really, really disappointed that she did not come tonight.
3: I believe she was invited. She was was. invited,
2: but she is on Atkins, not Atkins um, Bernstein.
3: (laughs) This does not work for Bernstein. (laughs) It does not. No, it does not. So, we're going to do the Chef Mike simplified version of creme brulee. Four ingredients, five minutes.
2: Okay. Stay with me. So, So, two eggs.
3: Two eggs. Now, I'm going to do a half batch. Basically, it's eight eggs per quart. Eight eggs per one of these. Okay. But I only got like this much of this one left. Okay. So we're going to do basically a quarter of this. This is the best stuff on earth. This is a vanilla bean paste, we're not going to show the label because they didn't pay me. Okay. They're, they're, they're <laughs> merchandise, baby. Merchandise. Smart. Uh, one teaspoon of sugar keeping per brulee. Okay. Brulee, Star, can you have me the crepe brulee out of the fridge, please? I sure There's can. One, one. There's an undone one over there on the side there. Right here? Thank you very much. Okay. So, two eggs, one cup. Mm-hmm. Two tablespoons mm-hmm. and then one tablespoon of, of, the, of the actual mix. Mix this up. You're not going to set off my smoke detector are you? <laughs> and that is your batter. Believe it up. That's it. That's all you have to do? That's it. That's it. Oh. In the old days what you would do is you'd actually take your vanilla bean and you'd split it and you'd poach it in the whipped cream and <laughs> blah, 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 blah. yeah. Yeah. Buy this stuff. You okay. can buy this online. It's called vanilla bean paste. You can buy at lots of different stores. Very simple and easy. Once that's done you want to brulee. Brûlée is, is the most important part of the entire thing. So you sprinkle sugar on top. Right? White sugar. Mm-hmm. Crème brûlée stands for burnt cream. Now, you, I cannot stress okay, how, it's how it's Back on. I'm here. backing away. So, I, got, I, I hope you can see hang it Hang right on. Here. See, that, see that, that white mark right there? That's you? That's actually, what? that how stuff, you stuff there, light it? I, yeah. on there. That's crème brûlée. This stuff is napalm. It gets to your it, skin. It sticks to it. It's just horrible. So you be very careful with this. This is an industrial version of this torch. It's not the one you buy for homes. It's one that commercial guys like me buy.
1: Do you have smoke detectors in here? Yeah, I know. That's what I'm worried. And you about work very?
3: No, no. I, I've done this before. The trick He's is a, to work fast. Do not try this at home. Well, you can't if you have the right torch. <laughs> I would not. I would hire a personal chef to do it for you. But that's just me. <laughs> is that my outside voice? O- anyway, always on the hustle. Always on the hu- ABC, baby. Always be closing. All right. Yeah. Move quickly. Brulee is for closers. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Move quickly. Don't let it go too far. Look at that. And that's it. Wow takes just a second or two. You can do it under your boiler if you want to. I don't like doing it that way. I've done a couple of million of these, so I'm pretty good at that. So let it cool. This sits in the fridge now for at least an hour. Creme brulee is wonderful because you have to make it the day before. It's even better hours and hours in advance. So for dinner parties, it's the perfect dinner party, guest. So what we're going to do is take this, throw some berries on top when everyone's done our show tonight. So the big show wraps up. We'll have ribs, we'll have Malaysian salad, and we'll have creme brulee with berries for dessert.
2: I'm really hungry, and frankly, if I don't get something in my stomach very soon, <laughs> I am going to pass out. So here's here's how you cook it, though.
3: <laughs> here's the last thing. These are ramekins. I
1: believe
3: them. You fill these up to the to the line. That's about five ounces. Right. Now, this stuff is not remotely close to healthy. So you have a little fruit fly there. Oh, it's gone. Okay. <laughs> this stuff's about 100, cal- 100 calories an ounce. <laughs> yeah. so 100 calories an ounce. Yeah, so that's all. So, up to the line there, Did uh-huh. you take this, fill it full of hot water, fill these up halfway. 325 in the oven for about Oh, so you minutes. do have to bake them? Yep. Well, you, you, you do what's called a bain-marie. So they're water cooked. Right. The water goes in there, the water heats up, makes it very gentle. Right. And if you do it that way, it takes about 30 minutes. Take them out, put them on top of the stove for half an hour until they cool down. In the fridge overnight, perfect. 10 minutes before you want to serve your guests, you brulee them, done. Best dessert ever.
2: All right, well, this is going to be... How many people are we feeding here tonight? Nine or ten. Nine or ten, okay. I got lots. Well... Nine. nine. Nine people. Okay. Perfect. Well, I hope yeah, we have everything ready. Um, are we done? I
1: think we are. I think we to, are. I really have to go sit you, down. You really need <laughs> to sit down. I'm going to
2: give you this. All I'm right. just going to go back
1: over here. Thanks so much for joining us here on the big show. And Chef Mike, thank you for joining us too. Making it all oh, look at these ribs. These are going to be awesome. We're going to enjoy this over the course of the next little bit. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll keep replying to the comments, so keep adding your thoughts on this. Should we do another show, first of all? Second, if we do do another show, should we change the musical guests now that Sting has become aware of our little shtick? Uh, fire Nickel off your back. thoughts on this. What's that? Nickelback. Ni- Nickelback. We want people to listen to the show. Are you kidding me? Anyway, Michael Hainsworth here. Thank you so much. Alan Cross as well. Brittle stars here. We're all going to enjoy the rest of the evening eating Chef Mike's wonderful ribs. Thank you for joining us. Have a great night.
5: Yeah, i got like to I bring my mic back you up. So I
1: bring my mic up. Let's hang on. Okay, so like this. Yeah. And then we go like this. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we look at this. Is it, is it still in there? Is it in there? There's the answer right there. Let's go like this. Why don't you play that? Okay then. Well, what would you play? <laughs> I came <back> home. You <laughs> her! Wifey, get back upstairs! Get back upstairs! Oh well here's why. Oh, oh, oh here we go. Got wow. that. That's ridiculous. We gotta make this right. Okay, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay.
0: Catch all new episodes of Geeks and Beats Wednesdays on iTunes. And watch for Geeks and Beats magazine on a newsstand near you. To be part of next week's show, call area code 323-319-NERD. Follow the stories on Twitter or Facebook and get your dose of Geeks and Beats anytime at geeksandbeats.com.